Hey guys, welcome back to the show. So today, I'm actually going to get into the topic of mastering your who. The reason why I want to talk about this is because I see so many women just really getting like hung up on, I don't know who I'm meant to serve, or I can't specifically say who uh, my ideal client is. And for many, it could be a crutch or it just stops you from taking action. More personally, it has stopped me for many months on just kind of like, okay, I'm not sure who I'm kind of like serving. I want to serve this person. I want to serve that person. And just kind of not like solidifying something and just go from there taking action growing my business. The back of my head, even though I was doing stuff, it was still kind of like, I don't have my ideal client solidified. And that ultimately impacted on the way I showed up on the way I spoke. And honestly, on even cash flow within my business. And that is not what I want for you. And that's why for me, it's really important to like really debunk that really give you some practical ways to be able to master your who to give you that clarity that you need in this podcast episode with the resources I'm going to give you so that this is no longer a barrier from you pursuing what God has placed inside of you and growing your business for it to be profitable. Because like I said, if a God has called you for business, don't be afraid to make it profitable. Don't come up with millions of excuses or feel bad for making money. It is part of being a business owner. And so mastering your who is one of those things that you need to do to better your business, to better your vision, and really to speak to that ideal person. Now, why is this important? I'm not going to lie. There's some people out there that says, well, you don't really need that. Sometimes it works for people. I know one specifically uh, person that I know she works with women, with lots of different types of women. But she has branded herself specifically on a certain topic and a specific niche, which is confidence. And I'm not going to say her name just for confidentiality, (laughs) but I know for her it worked out, but she had to take an avenue where she was known for something in order to pull that off. But for the rest of us, especially if you're barely starting off, You want to do whatever you can in order to continue growing to get to the point that if you want to sidetrack a little bit, you're able to because your business has sustainability with income, has sustainability of just the momentum and the growth. So why is this important? Well, first of all, we live in a world right now where social media is extremely noisy, you guys. There are a lot of people that are literally competing for your attention and When you show up and you create posts, people's attention span is extremely short. So you need to right away captivate their attention, like spot on, talk to them directly so they can become like right away engaged and continue to read your post, follow through with the call to action that you give or anything. And I get it. It can be scary because I know a lot of people want to serve like a lot of people, everyone, but and they're afraid to like narrow down and just speak to that one person. But I guarantee you that when you do, your content would be so much more better. Because when you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. And I'm sure you've heard that before. And that's not my direct quote. I just don't know exactly who it is. I need to write these down, right? (laughs) But it really is true. When you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. It does not create enough 
of an expertise in a certain topic if you don't niche down. What I mean by that is if you do everything, then when somebody needs like a specific maybe marketing tactic and you have dabbled into marketing, but you also talk about this, you also talk about that, like they are going to go to a person that specifically know that they can help them with marketing. But if so, if you're not known for like one thing, one specific thing, then the chances of you kind of retaining people is just a lot more harder. Like I know specifically for me, I can point out two, three people that if I want like a boost of confidence or that type of inspiration, I know who to go to. If I want time management, I know who to go to. If I want marketing, I know who to go to. Like I have certain people that I associate with the area of expertise that I could go to and get content and get that inspiration and get that feedback from. And that's what you want to do for yourself. So that's the reason why it's important for you to continue narrowing down. Another reason why it's important for you to narrow down, it it helps you create better content where you're not kind of breaking your head like, what should I talk about and have millions of topics? It kind of like keeps you with certain, you know, parameters of like a topic like maybe you talk about business growth online business growth you know what I mean so you specifically just talk about that Um, maybe you talk about confidence so what are areas that have to do with confidence versus just talking about everything and to everyone and you know trying to throw spaghetti at that wall and to see what sticks this is talking on why it's important to narrow down now You narrowing down and letting your personality kind of be like your branding and the fun part of your business, what it's also going to do is be able to repel nightmare clients who honestly you don't want to work with. And if you are brand new or you still haven't really had consistent clients or still trying to sign up your first client, you're just kind of like, I just want to work with anybody, right? Trust me when I say you don't want nightmare clients. (laughs) You want people who want to work with you. So narrowing down on what expertise you have is going to help you narrow down on that specific ideal client you are meant to serve, you are meant to help. Now, what I did is as a I created kind of like a workbook with this podcast episode, which is not something I've ever done before but I just thought that I wanted to give you that extra resource and it just felt right to me so you could look at the link down below in the show notes where I will point you to a workbook so that I could help you really figure out some more avatar features for your ideal client so let's get back to the content of this podcast episode I understand if you're fearful to narrow down like you feel like you're gonna lose some people But trust me, you won't. You're just going to enhance the experience of your leads. You want to be consistent from the very beginning throughout the whole entire process all the way to the sales call, the landing page, or whatever. You want to be consistent throughout everything. This includes uh, specific pain points that your who is going through. If it's a brand new mom, you're going to speak to her differently than a mom with the high schooler. So these are just different contexts. And I know that one of my mentors, she had made this comparison that she had partnered up with the business partner and they were going to launch this whole like bikini boot camp type of thing close to spring break. Now, the funny thing is that they were both kind of like, yeah, let's do that. 
So they were using, you know, all the same content for both of their launches, uh, but they were going to do it separately. Well, what she found out is that it worked for her business partner because that was her ideal audience. But, you know, my mentor's ideal audience, they were just mom who are just trying to like get rid of like the excess baby fat, maybe 10, 20 pounds and just kind of like feel good in their body. And they're not really worried about being in a bikini. So that just goes to show that you can have the same piece of content, but it's not going to sit in the same place to every single person. So that's the reason why your content needs to be specific to your who. Now in the worksheet, I'm going to ask you questions kind of like, like, who do you feel you want to work with? What do you already know about this person? Does she have kids? Is she female, male? What does she like to do? What are her pain points? And this might cause you to get out of your shell and interview people. What do they like to do? Where do they hang out? Things like that, right? So I would suggest even creating like a Google form and having like five questions that you have a burning desire to know about your ideal client. What I also want to give you is permission not to get hung up by this. What I mean is that I get so many, like I see so many women like stressed out, like they're not specific enough because I feel like the industry itself just puts such a huge pressure the wrong way. Yes, it's important to master your who. I'm not going to lie. The most successful entrepreneurs out there, business owner, know their who. They speak to their who. They know their who pain points. They solve their who's problems, right? That is what entrepreneurship is all about. However, I don't want you for the fear or just like the constant perfectionism or thinking too hard on this topic where it paralyzes you and not taking action. Because if there's one thing I've noticed is that action will produce the clarity. So for example, if you already know you want to work with faith-centered women who has children, who has a dream of running a business and wants to start a business, who possibly is in ministry and like that's all you know about her right now and you just want to continue serving her, but you just kind of like are stressed out because oh, I want to know what magazine she reads. I want to know where she shops and everything. just start talking to her. The action will continue to produce the clarity. Action will produce clarity. Action will produce clarity. <laughs> I'm going to keep on saying it because I don't want you to just allow this to stop you from growing your business. Download the worksheet, complete the worksheet, be very intentional and honest with yourself on who it is that you want to work with. And I guarantee you, once you start taking action, maybe you're like, you know what, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to work with this client. I want to work with that client. But you will never know if you don't start taking action. So I give you permission that after this podcast episode and after you download the worksheet and you complete it, no longer will you be hung up on saying, I don't know who my ideal clients, I don't know who I'm meant to serve. And here's the thing. Once you have mastered your who, once you know exactly who you're meant to serve, then you can continue on and focusing on other areas of your business, such as your messaging, looking at the message to see to make sure that it flows from beginning to end, from when you introduce yourself to someone, from the values of the business, 
to you closing a sale? Like, is the messaging throughout your business aligned? Are you taking your ideal client, your lead, like through a process that is simple? They understand exactly what you're all about, what your business is all about, what your product is. So that later you're not, you don't come into like some kind of fuzz where they want to return or they were unclear and they become a nightmare client. You don't want that. And with that, you need clear messaging throughout your entire business. And that is exactly why I created Master Your Message Challenge, which is happening on June 8th all the way through the 11th, which I will put the link down below if you are kind of hung up with your who a little bit and after you've completed this workbook that I have created for you and if you are really ready to master your messaging so you could increase your sales, expand your reach and make that impact that you know you have been called to, I challenge you to register. And even if you feel like your messaging is is good, I challenge you to register still. If there's one thing that's clear to me is that once I know that I think I know something, that's when I have stopped the growth. You could always continue to grow and get different perspectives from different people. So I will definitely put the link down below and really allow yourself to become liberated from being stuck on this topic. No longer will you be stuck on your who. From this podcast forward, you know, you will know exactly who you're meant to serve Download the worksheet, do the work, and from that space, you will take action and grow the business that God has called you to do. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, and so talk to you guys soon. Bye.